This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Hello, you are welcome to Pillow Talk. We have been with you for some time now and we have gone through some series of topics that I think is very educative and we have learned a lot from them. Today we have another interesting topic. If you remember the last time we were searching for life partners and by God's grace we were able to look through the factors that we should consider in searching for. Today we're going to look at how to relate with your spouse and by extension how to relate with your spouse your spouse's relatives in other words your in-laws and as we do every day my panel members are ready on the seats i will introduce them to you as usual we have madame jimaima upon for you madame you are welcome once again thank to you. pillow talk madame ajua you are welcome thank you and madame patience you are welcome thank you thank you for your time anytime you call on you you avail yourselves god bless you for that as I told my listener out there, how do you relate with your spouse and your spouse's relatives? Very interesting topic. I want you to help us to understand these things. We have searched for partner. We have done courtship, dating and all that. Finally, let's say that by God's grace, we have our partners. How do we relate with them? Is there anything that we have to do in order to have a healthy relationship? I want to begin with you, Madam Patience. Thank you. As Christians, the Bible teaches us to relate to ourselves very well okay. in marriages. All right. Paul admonished my married couples. Okay. Ah, he said uh, husbands should love their, their wives, wives. Yeah. And then the wives should submit, submit to their husbands. Their okay. husbands. So I believe wherever there is love, there is respect, and there submission. is trust everything okay. making it so possible for the woman to for her to also submit to the husband okay if there is no love if even the woman is submissive you don't even notice it mm. oh okay at the same time if you are not submissive you will not even recognize the love so just as the bible says as couples we need to love each mm -hmm. other be submissive to each other okay. respect each other okay. And I'm sure when you're able to do that, there will be peace okay. and happiness in All the right. home. You have mentioned love. You have mentioned submission. You have mentioned um, respect. respect. I think Jimama will want to add something, even yeah, though she's not married. To what? <laughs> yes, she has been reading married. a lot of marriage <laughs> books. <laughs> <laughs> to add to what Madame uh, Patient said, okay. uh, so as women, we are supposed to submit, and then men are supposed to love. And I think, based on the earlier submissions that we've had about okay. the love language, if you are a man and you truly, really know your wife's love language and mm -hmm. you do exactly what she wants, mm -hmm. I bet you if you tell her to go to the moon and come back, she'll do she it for you. It. It's such an automatic instinct that I think God put in women okay. that when a man is, is able to please what satisfy you, you just return, you reciprocate the love in a very loving and 
kind way when that isn't happening in the home and i think that's when the woman then does not become so submissive and there's that conflict and it's it's we often hear that the woman is not respectful the woman is this but then you are the man of the house you're supposed to command certain things to act well in the home are you doing your part well because if god says you are supposed to do it and you do it well i believe the other part will work because if it doesn't work god won't say it that way okay. so if your your wife is disrespectful meaning you are the cause Th- there's something you are not that also is not loving on, right? well okay. that is why something is happening anyway, that is also another topic for another day we will see <laughs> whether it goes like that madam Ajay, you want to come in yes we are looking okay, at how so to create a healthy relationship communication oh, okay. is so very very important it's the lifeline of the marriage you need to talk discuss things that are bothering you things you want to happen so make sure you are open with your communication in a respectful way anyway you have to communicate about your sex life because it's possible one might not be very happy with the way it's going so discuss it so that you do it the right way for everybody to enjoy discuss about your children education discuss about even the way you want to take care of your kids parenting discuss your future development anything thing that can make the two of you thrive in the home as the lord wants you to you have to discuss it another important thing we can do is to spend quality time Time together now we are so stressed with work sometimes you go for work in the morning come back in the night but at least sometime you should find some quality time to spend with a man alone so you can send the kids to a friend okay or some family members okay. and then you go out find something you like doing together okay, okay say take a walk together if you both enjoy yeah, that yeah. or you can go to a park have time pray and then discuss about your lives you can even go Watch a weekend dine. out mm-hmm. uh, some cool places like uh, christian village okay. uh, if you can afford that anyway you don't have to do something That's beyond your okay. budget right. so you can plan this thing in a month or within three months we will go out certain times it's okay. it sort of brings some life Into to your relationship yeah. it helps yeah jimmy you want to add yes uh in terms of the communication it's very important as uh madame Ajua is also saying and as she said i don't know i think with western culture intentionally holidays are planned okay. like automatically married yes. couples they they are working and they are leave it's a holiday we have to take it together mm-hmm. we've planned a place we go together but, but it's not common with us, common with us Africans. Mm-hmm. But then I think we can also find our own way mm-hmm. that we can do it. If it's Christmas time, that's going to visit the village, but you go with your spouse. Just find something that you do in your house. And not only with your spouse. When the children too are there, you do you it with them. Because sometimes, for, uh, growing up in an African home, you never go anywhere. You never go anywhere. Holidays are in, but we are still in the house. <laughs> oh, can we go somewhere? Yes. And another thing to our add is uh you also have to work on your appearance when you are married um as a single young person um the reality is there are several married people that still approach us and of course it shouldn't be so but most of them complain about how their wives have let go it's not right for them to do that. Sometimes we think that because we are already married. I mean, anything Any, goes. Yes, okay. but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be so. And this isn't only for the ladies. It's also for the men. Yes. You cannot just let yourself go just like that. Mm-hmm. So same things. What attracted both of you together 
the physical attributes, I think both of you should intentionally work on it. When kids come in, we all know that it changes things, but it's your intention. You really want to keep being healthy and strong. You need to look and physically, attractive, yes. you know, especially the lady before your husband. Alright, so we also have to keep our physical intimacy alive. Right, okay. Interestingly, mm-hmm. um, it's not just about sex here. Yes. Sex is good okay. anyway. However, we do have other physical intimacies that can also make everybody example. fulfilled, like touching affectionately, okay. like caressing sometimes, not necessarily ending into sex. sex. Oh, okay. And then we can also hug. Yeah. Because some people have been married for a while and they've stopped hugging. Yeah, so keeping physical intimacies alive wouldn't even make one go out. Okay. But we should remember it's not just limited to sex, Mm. but anything that makes Uh one or the other party happy in the marriage. In fact, we can't finish with this topic. I think so. We can't. But before we go, Madam Patience, add something. Yes, I also uh, want to add that as you live as couples, Uh it's very important to appreciate each other. Okay. Yes. When somebody, one, one person does something and it needs appreciation. You need to. You have to know that. Yeah. At the same time, if there is, uh, you should learn to say thank, thank you, you for any little thing that, that is a person done. would do for you. Yeah. And also, we must also learn to practice honesty. Okay. In the marriage. Okay. Sometimes there is something small, very little something, but if you fail to accept, uh, yeah, it can, maybe, it can, uh, it can, it can lead to something else. Thing, uh-huh. that would be a so problem. we need to. Okay. Be honest in our marriages okay. too. All right. Trust me, we will come back. We will come back to this same topic and we will finish with the other issues. Listener out there, it has been pillow talk and the topic has been how to relate well with your spouse and your spouse's relatives. We are not yet done. So stay tuned there and we'll come your way another time. Thank you for watching. Just
to receive your feedback so call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine you can also email us at the address adventist world radio gh at gmail.com adventist world radio gh at gmail.com you can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. We have another segment for you, and that is Present Truth. You are welcome to Present truth. I am Pastor Isaac Opoku Boatin. We are going to talk about a subject I have entitled Don't Sleep. Before then, let us bow down our heads and pray. Our Father in heaven, we are committing ourselves into your keeping. Let your spirit touch our hearts and minds so that as the siren is on, as the warnings are going on, we will not sleep but wake up in time and make our election and our salvation sure. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Like I said, I'm going to talk about a subject I've entitled Don't Sleep and my scripture reading is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. Let's hear the word of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. It says, But if our gospel be hid, 
it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Satan blinded the people of Jesus' time. They were eagerly waiting for the Messiah. They accept the scriptures. They knew the Messiah was coming. So they were waiting for him. But unfortunately, when the Messiah came, they did not know him. They did not recognize him. When you read Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12, it tells us a story about three wise men coming from the east, claiming that they have seen the star of the Messiah, and therefore the star led them to Jerusalem. It was not by accident that the star led them to the palace of Herod. Herod called the chief priests and asked them what the prophecy says. God wanted to arouse the leaders that the Messiah has been born. The time has come. But unfortunately, with all these things, with foreigners coming, with the news that the Messiah has been born, the people continued to sleep. The people did not wake up. They continued sleeping. And like our scripture reading is saying, if the gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. All the things that are going on are telling us that something is coming. Something is about to happen. Verse 4 tells us, In whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not. You see, there are people who have decided that no matter what, they don't believe that there is God. They don't believe that something is going to happen. They think that this world is going to exist forever. But friends, the fact that you don't believe the word doesn't mean that something is not going to happen. Take your Bibles and turn with me to Matthew chapter 24. The Gospel of Matthew chapter 24 verses 32 to 35. Matthew 24 verses 32 to 35. Listen to the words of Christ. He says, Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When its branch is yet tender and put forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the door. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Friends, is it a way God is rousing us from our sleep to tell us that something is about to happen? This COVID-19 thing, can it be a clarion call, a warning to the whole world to tell us to wake up? You see, we have more Christians, but many of us are sleeping. I miss the warning. All the things that is going on. A story is told about a young man, a tour guide at Niagara Falls. 
after working the whole day, he was tired. So he decided to sleep in one of the boats. So he was sleeping. And the boat was on the water. So it was rocking. Unknowingly, it's on wind. So the cord removed from the pole. And it started moving with the current. Then the people on the shore saw what is happening. So they started calling the young man. Wake up. Get up. You are going to die. But amid all the noise, amid all the sirens, he did not. Friends, Jesus is warning us that when we see all these things, we should know that something is about to happen. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14. Jesus is giving us a warning through Apostle Paul. He says, Wherefore, he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. If you are sleeping, wake up. Don't sleep. This is not a time to sleep. Everything indicates that Christ will soon come. Everything is warning us. All the things that we are saying, it is my humble prayer that we will not behave like the Israelites of old. Who were eagerly waiting for the Messiah. But they missed the crucial thing that they were waiting for. Let us be on guard. Let us wake up. So that when Jesus appears in the sky. We will not be found wanting. May God bless you. May he keep you. May he lift his countenance upon you. And give you peace. Peace in the midst of these storms. Peace in your homes. Peace as we wake up. And wait for the coming king. Let us bow down our heads and pray. Thank you our father in heaven. Thank you for your warning. That we should not sleep. In these times. Help us. Those of your sons and daughters who are slumbering. Who are snoring. Who are sleeping. Who have been led to ignore the warnings that is going on. Who will come to our senses just in time. To make preparations for your soon coming. May you help us. May you strengthen us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I am Pastor Isaac Opokubuatin. Keep tuned. We'll come again. Bye.
to receive your feedback so call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one 
0809-800-8849. You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com. AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa.